Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Backward Jumper. Now, first things first, it's the spring, and there are birds, and there's all kinds of things outside happening, rustling, and making noise. I have a bird or a pair of birds burrowing in right above my head in the attic, and I can hear them rustling around. Now, I have a pretty decent mic set up, so hopefully, it won't pick up, but if it does, you just have to live with it, I suppose. And it's quite, you know, it it, it can it, it'll, it'll add to the ambience, I suppose. I quite enjoy it. You know, it's doing your part for nature. I'm creating housing for these creatures, so I feel good about it. Back to the point. The point of this, basically, the backward jumper would be sort of, I wanted to find a way to sort of express how I feel about certain things. And the best way I do that is that I kind of write, I do creative writing in short story format. And, and I mean, some of them are very abstract, but I thought the best way to express this was to put it in kind of like a, an, an episode format. Now it can be one short story, short, short story per episode, or it can be one long story broken up into pieces, but it'd be collection episodes. I'm not quite sure going forward. We'll, we'll sort of, establish that as we go as we move on hopefully this will develop in 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 a good way so 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 what i want to do is is kind of focus on things that just the little nuances in life and you know gearing towards mental health and how you feel about certain situations and certain climates and certain sort of uh, interactions with whatever it may be and this is how I express it down on, 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 on paper. And maybe it's something that people enjoy listening to. Um, and if, if they do, and even if a couple of people enjoy listening to it, then, you know, that's my, my job is done. So I'm going to start today with just one episode based on a short story called A Mountain. And it's very, very short. I think you're looking at only about six or 700 words or something. Now, what was it was I was on my way to work. And I work in Dublin, and there's there's a bit of a homeless crisis at the moment. Um, and I was just, you know, you're, you're met with just every thirty seconds you see you see a homeless person on the side of the road, and it's 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 an absolute disaster. And it just it breaks my heart to see these young men and women and people older as well suffering like this. And, and, and I wanted to basically, I, I, I came home that evening and I, and I just put it down in a piece of paper and I just wrote this short story and sort of, this is basically my way to express. And I mean, I just wanted to open up a dialogue and, you know, for people to listen to and, 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 and I could just reflect. And I wanted this to be a format that I can actually vent and, and to sort of express my opinion on certain things. So sort of bear with me and see how it goes. And what I'll try and do is get one or two of these episodes up per week. I work full time and it's quite demanding uh, job I have, but I'll try and get this going. And if people like it, I'll continue on and I look forward to your feedback. So this first one is called Mountain. Okay. It goes like this. A bright, crisp early morning welcomes Connor as he awakes once more cold and alone. His sunken eyes struggled to adjust to the young morning's piercing light as his body twisted and contorted, scrambles to regain some semblance of sensation. 
Frantically rubbing his hands together, he notices the texture between his large palms. Coarse like sandpaper with almost the same unwelcoming appearance, he reminisces his hands, delicate and pink, holding his mother tightly. The comfort of that memory barely uniting his emotional and physical self together. Connor's dignity has grown within him, even without his knowing. If it were at all sizable, it would dwarf even the tallest of mountains, for that is where it belongs. The shuffles and scrapings of passers-by are now just a blur to Connor. Their lives moving by like a silent movie in colour. The noise accumulates to form one constant hum barely distinguishable from moment to moment. Connor sits completely enveloped within a collection of worn 1980s-style leather jackets, an era he would be born two decades later, and a cardboard box with the inscription stating, Handle with care, barely regaining its integrity after the night's moist air wrestles its core into submission. Connor sits cocooned inside his own utopia, his own paradise that is devoted to him and him alone. This utopia is mountainous with a variety of ranges and peaks that carve their way through Connor's emotional and psychological landscape. For Connor, this utopia offers fruits so delicious, only he can proclaim to have consumed them. These fruits are his. These fruits lay on Connor's mountain within a landscape of cold and silent color for Connor to witness. The lands below the mountain prove too harsh a reality for Connor to dwell. The people colder than the ice that surrounds them. The pain is endless as the sky is on the horizon. Connor much prefers the isolation of the mountain peak. The solitude and warmth of surrendering to your silent voice. The voice that called Connor as he dwelled in the village was piercing and violent. It demands to be heard above all other sounds. But on the mountain, this voice is calm and frail. Barely a whisper to tickle the back of the neck. The villagers pass by with barely a notice of Connor and his voice in the mountain, unfocused and distracted by their own, no doubt. For their own voices are violent and angry. They do not benefit in the way Connor does. Connor hears their voices and sounds as clearly as the wind breaking against the limp cardboard. But he cannot assure them of this. He cannot help them and they cannot help him. The mountaintop is quiet, sparse, and beautiful, but alone. The village is busy, loud, and polluted, with neither mountaintop nor village willing to comfort each other. Instead, they just pass by like a silent movie in color, and Connor just sits, awaits, enveloped in his cocoon of worn leather and glares silently at the cardboard box, and wonders how it is the only thing that understands its own voice and place this limp and barely standing wet cardboard box of which demands to be handled with care. Now that's it. That's the end. So let me know how you, how, how, what you think and you know, it all, all well, and we'll have this continuing on and I can proceed with uploading more short stories of the same nature. So I look forward to, uploading the next one. And until then, take care, everybody. Bye-bye.